Now, here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. We begin with college football. Adam Schefter was on SportsCenter, and there's been this back and forth, okay? Remember, there are many folks who believe there will be no college football, like Kirk Herbstreit, who said there wasn't going to be college football or pro football. But Schefter's like, you know what? There might be college football, folks. All through the week, you're doing some draft coverage, and you wind up speaking to a bunch of people who have been talking to athletic directors and university presidents. And it comes back not from one person, not from two persons, but multiple people that college football is going to get played at some point this year. Now, maybe it's going to be September. Maybe it's going to be October. Maybe it's going to be January. Maybe it'll be in front of no fans. We don't know what form it's going to take. But as it was described to me, there's a quote-unquote clear conviction that they're going to play these games. And as soon as you put it out there, the U.S. Senator from Connecticut, Chris Murphy, comes out and blasts the tweet, blasts the information. Look, just a messenger here, sir, Mr. Senator. I'm not trying to stir up anything. I'm just telling you the clear conviction of university presidents and athletic directors is they believe, and why can't we be hopeful for once, that there's going to be college football at some point this year. All right. Now, along those lines, Chip Kelly Pride of the University of California at Los Angeles was had a conversation about playing the games with no fans. I mean, if it's not safe for fans to attend a game, then I don't know why it would be safe for players to participate in the game. So, but again, those are things that we don't control. I, I don't have any say in what's going on. You know, I think the uh, the medical people that are in charge will. Um, and I think in a lot of cases, even the NCA may weigh in on it, but, you know, the, the governors in the, of the states and the mayors are the ones that are going to tell you if we can do it because the NCA can say, hey, we, you guys are all going back. And if Governor Newsom says we're not going back, then we're not going back. And that's the interesting thing about this, Gordon. You know, we have our president saying that he's ready to get the economy moving, and you understand that standpoint. But really, you know, you've got the governors who 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 are really running things because they say, "Well, listen, if the if the health experts say we we can't have X amount of people above like what what do we have at first? It was under a thousand, then it was under two fifty, then it was fifty, then it was five, then it was ten, then it was two. Um, that's going to be the deciding factor here. But of all the sports, Gordon, it's just seems to be there's even more of a rush to get these kids back on the field for college football well because they have no say in it right i mean i mean let's be honest i mean uh gundy the other day i don't know maybe it was a week ago now saying that uh these kids are here to 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 make money for people uh it was a little bit too much truth right i mean the the problem with what he said was not that it was was that it was false it was just grotesque to think that that is the, the viewpoint of people but that's absolutely the viewpoint of uh, of the colleges is that these kids uh, don't have a whole lot of say so and i will say this that the, the cut there he said about um why would it be safe for the players to play if it's not safe for fans to be in the stands well we can't possibly prove that everybody in the stands has been tested and is clear of the virus even at a college football venue you could conceivably by september you would like to think be able to test everybody leading up to a game and know that they would be you know negative for coronavirus so mm-hmm. th- i mean that would that now again that might be a little bit pie in the sky with the amount of players the amount of staff all the things that go into it but i would say that that's the the one thing that they do have going in their favor 
You know, it's funny, Gordon, because the Ohio State AD, uh, Gene Smith, was along with Chip Kelly, wondering if it's not safe for fans to be at games. Why is it considered safe? Why is it considered safe to be there for players? And part of this discussion, Gordon, the 22-year-old, that's Andrew Baselli, you know, like his dad was uh, Tony Baselli, who was a beast mm-hmm. in the National Football League, said he initially dismissed any danger the coronavirus posed to himself, but that changed after his whole family came down with it, including his dad. And he said that while doctors told him his case was mild, he still battled a fever that went as high as 103. And remember, Gordon, this was one of the things early that was, oh, kids can't get it. If you're younger, don't right. worry about it. Right. But that's not necessarily the case. We're finding that this uh, virus has no discrepancy on who they want to pick on. And, and look, I mean, it seems like every day there's kind of like new symptoms that are all of a sudden showing up that we did. Like originally it was like, oh, you get this really bad fever, you get this really bad cough. But then it became, well, you can't taste, you can't smell. Now, I saw a report today where people are experiencing like a sensation of buzzing. Yeah. Like you feel like a a buzzing sensation throughout your body. So, I mean, that just kind of tells you like when every other day it seems like something new is kind of popping up. That tells you that we're nowhere close to the conclusion of this. And again, as you just said, I think a lot of things that we think right now will be proven wrong in a couple of weeks because you just look back a couple of weeks ago things that we thought when this first started really popping up about young kids as you said or it's just the elderly that has already been proven wrong and that hasn't even been it hasn't even been that long you're right you know it's interesting and magic johnson was on cnn and obviously he's a person that would have a unique perspective of the similarity between AIDS and COVID-19 and trying to get players, you know, to get back on the floor to feel comfortable that they could, you know, perform. I think that, you know, when you think about HIV and AIDS, first of all, I'd like to thank Dr. Ho and all the doctors for educating me about HIV and AIDS at that time. Elizabeth Glazier, who was dying, really helped me mentally and physically. She told me a lot of drugs were coming down the pipeline, and she was absolutely right. So those drugs have prolonged my life for now almost 30 years. But when I think about this virus, it's completely different. But we must now, in the black community, educate ourselves better because we thought, and a lot of people were saying, and these are black people saying, that you know blacks couldn't uh, get this virus, the coronavirus, and they were absolutely wrong. Um, too much mis- misinformation going out into our community. And if we look at the numbers, African Americans are leading in terms of dying from the coronavirus, also, those who are in the hospital, most of them are African-Americans. So we got to do a better job as African-Americans to uh, social distancing, stay at home, make sure, you know, we educate our loved ones and our family members about this virus and do what we're supposed to do to keep safe and healthy. And then when you add add that up to, you know, we don't have access to health care and uh, quality health care. And then, you know, so much of us, so many of us are uninsured. So that also creates a problem, too, just like it did with HIV and AIDS and the same thing with the coronavirus. There's no question about that. Also, in the NBA, the draft is currently scheduled for June 25th. But multiple team execs have told Woj and a couple of other reporters that they believe shifting the draft date to no sooner than August 1st will give organizations more time to salvage the essential elements of the pre-draft process. And Wode says 
Really, when you want to talk about the return of sports, be it NBA, whatever, it's really dependent upon testing. Any decision they make about moving forward to play is going to be in context with what is going on in this country and in this world. The availability of testing, of rapid response testing is essential to any of these sports Mm -hmm. playing again. And if we still have hospitals and nursing homes and clinics where people can't get tested, we're not going to play professional sports. It's not going to come back. Yeah, he's right. And he's he's 100 percent right. right. Because that's how I feel, Gordon. Yeah. My attitude is if I were a player. Okay. Even, even Gordon and, and, you know, as, as working in the business, you have some leeway. It would be awkward even to ready to go into, walk into a clubhouse or, or to walk into oh, a absolutely. locker room or to go into a absolutely. press room. Yep. Okay. You, well, you can't be, you, you can't always be six feet away. I mean, when we sit in the press box, Gordon, as you well know, there's not six feet between <laughs> you and not, the next person. You're not six feet. <laughs> you're Sometimes not, you're not six inches. You're right. So, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather have testing available for everybody and Gordon when you understand how many people are who haven't been tested now this is we got a long haul here my friend we got a long haul yeah look I would like to think with the amount of resources that is being poured into this right now from all different avenues you know I'm a typically an optimistic person I'd like to think that the amount of advancements that we're going to make here in a short period of time that we will at some point relatively soon, I don't know when, but relatively soon have rapid testing and the availability for everybody to get tested at, you know, the drop of the hat. But he's absolutely right. Until you, that has to be the first step. It's not about figuring out which teams are going to go to Arizona and which teams are going to go to Florida and this team here and that. Until you have testing that's quick, and available, right? You can't have a situation where, okay, we have these quick tests, but we're saving them for, for, for Major League Baseball players so they can play their 80 game season so we can say they had a World Series. I mean, that, that's not going to fly. People are going to be outraged by that. There's so no yeah, it has to be rapid and it has to be available. And guys like Jeff Passan says, you know, it- makes him feel a little greedy that he wants sports back right away. We are in a place where right now it's almost like the idea and the notion of sports even coming back doesn't exactly feel right because there's so much going on in the world right now because there are so many terrible things at this point and and that's kind of the problem because you have this little bubble of sports that is trying to look ahead that is trying in some cases to save its business with minor league baseball to salvage its business with Major League Baseball or to advance its business with the NBA, the NHL and the playoffs or the NFL starting a new season. You have all these competing enterprises that want to look at what's happening in the real world but don't want to lose the perspective of what's going on in their sport and it just feels almost greedy that they're trying to go back out there and play even though there are so many people out there who want that to happen. There's no question about it. And finally, Gordon, the XFL suspends operations. They've got no plan to return in 2021. This according to Kevin Seifert and Field Yates. The XFL suspended operations this morning, laid off nearly all of its staff. While a handful of its execs remain employed, the league currently has no plans to return in 2021. XFL CEO Jeffrey Pollock, no relation to Joel, conducted a 10-minute conference call Friday morning to inform employees of the news. The league had canceled this regular season on March 12th because of the coronavirus pandemic. 
You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> 